point it to myself like I needed. Oh, to. right. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. To me. I told you now for countdowns, I just automatically do that now. I hate both of y'all so <laughs> very like much seconds. right now. <laughs> I said five seconds. And this nigga point and this. this. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. Uh yeah, I'm dumb. Um, as you can see, the shenanigans have transpired already. Um, predominantly led by Rashad. What's going on, bro? Nothing much. You know, I've been on my freezer finger of death for the past weekend. Terry, what's going on, man? That's all. That, that's all I like to do. Nothing much. Nothing much. Trying to stay warm out here in these cold streets. We're good with y'all. Try not to get oh, sick because the temperatures keep fluctuating down here. This shit is yeah, going from sixty to forty every other like. 30 minutes. Catch that pneumonia. Speaking of going from hot to cold, um, Rashad, you had the pleasure of watching WWE programming predominantly on Monday and Friday this week. And um, Monday Night Raw is all yours. Live from Manchester, England at the Manchester Arena. It started off with a tag team match between Kyrie Sane and Oscar. And two of the four horse women, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. So, of course, and everything com- went down. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's just like, it's just convenient that Natalia had to go deal with some family issues so Becky can be in this tag team match. Yeah. <laughs> of course. She got to go take two to the bed. Even though that she got the win for the team last week, but I'm just, you know. I'm just saying. Of course. But, of course, the um, horsewomen have to be represented on all shows because that's the way it is. <laughs> Look, that's where the money is in I their mean, eyes. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, of course, um, Shayna Baszler made her first appearance this week during the show. And during uh, Becky Lynch's hot tag... <laughs> Which I've been laughing because there's a lot of hot tags, like in era, it like well, I don't want to fast forward, but even on Friday, it was hot tags. I'm like, what is up? Like, it feels like a video game. And it's not like play. it's not like it's like one per match no more. It's just like a couple of them hoes. Like, it ain't no yeah. hot tag no more. Just die, yeah, bitch, and, just, tag. and then they do this. I'm like, oh, okay. So we the the run through for the match when they were like choreographing it <laughs> right they said you gotta add a hot tag because what else i like nah so anyway Shayna baszler made her way to the um made her way up for the first event of the day i mean of the week and of course kabuki warriors win that and i'm uh they need they need to get rid of these 90s names Anyway, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. every that's time we say I'm like the Viking Raiders, Kabuki Warriors, I'm like, and that's really oh. all you can say. It just it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's just crossing my spine because you don't want to keep calling them by their whole name. This should take too much work, it does. So, I mean, I can talk about Jude McIntyre and Sin Cara, but you could just you, sit there and be like, you ain't got you to, bro. <laughs> You just look. You just gotta. <laughs> you just gotta I mean, get sure on your name. Who do you think won? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I said. Who do you think? <laughs> it's one of those things where you just say, "Okay, Drew McIntyre and Sin Cara on the card." Who do you? Well, think just so won? y'all know, Sin Cara did pick up the win. No, I'm just playing. 
<laughs> I was about to say with a miracle. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just with a surprise roll up. Well, yeah, with a surprise roll up, Drew McIntyre didn't see it coming, even though he's like got what four feet on that dude. But since Carl won with Quanton Bond, he had his finisher and everything. Wasn't even no roll up. Didn't ask for his release. And they brought those classic lights back and everything. So the reason he won because Drew McIntyre couldn't see him. <laughs> I forgot about them damn yellow lights, bro. Yeah, the gold. Rose. Uh, <laughs> oh, still man. better than the uh, red light special. Oh, yeah, it is. It looks look. Lights. It looks too much. It looks too sensual. You know. <laughs> Been, never mind. Scared, but I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and, and you sticking your fingers down, people. Never mind. Not my bad. Continue. Too much you know, go, it's too much going on. Uh, yeah, it's too much going on, fam. The Thin right. Brothers. Uh, yes, there's two of them. Went against uh Ron Killings, aka R Truth. And it's, it's that was a Yep. <laughs> About to move some things. And of course, that was a no contest. Because of there, of course, there was two of them. Now, Seth Rollins went against, and you have to capitalize this man's whole name, Walter Imperium. Shout out to Imperium. But of course, as the NXT takeovers happened during the Survivor Series, the match didn't continue, and everybody jumped in, and of course. Like they've been doing the last week. Hey, <laughs> you have <laughs> we're gonna have a match right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Might just come back from commercial all of a sudden. Yeah, just all of a sudden, yeah. The jump in happens and all of a sudden somebody gets on the mic and says, We have to do it right now. I'm like, all right. So it turned into Rollins and with a special appearance from KO, Kevin yeah, Owens. And the street, pa- yeah, <laughs> in the street profits against Imperium, which is always good to see all four members of Imperium because you get either three of them, two of them, or, or just, just Walter. Walter. <laughs> <laughs> you never get all four. I mean, right. they do the hand behind the back and all that stuff, and but you're never gonna see them like actually wrestle together. So that was pretty good. That theme music, man, it's just it's just so great. Yeah, music is so that's great. what I said. It, it, it's it's a definite heel faction song. Yeah. So then you had, of course, the team of Rollins. Uh, I mean, well, of course, Rollins, of course, in the first part was DQ because again, shenanigans happen. But then Rollins, KO, and Street Pop is actually won by pinfall. You know no. what I'm saying? Excellent. As long as yeah. Walter didn't get pinned, that's all that matters, fam. Yeah. Oh, you know Walter wasn't gonna get pinned. Hey, look, they have to make sure you came up. But before you continue, though, this nigga Seth Rollins got to stop saying "burn it down" with everything that he says because he, he is doing this more than singer, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he he really is, fam. Look, all he needs is a towel now. <laughs> sing it, boy. Like that's what's going on. <laughs> He literally told Walter to bring your ass down to the ring so I can burn it down. Burn it down. That's arson, fam. That don't even make sense. Just my bad. I just had to get that off my chest. Look, was that going to be the end of the show? Just burn down the ring? Yeah, just Uh, burn it down. Just just burn it down. Goddamn, Tyler. But yeah, he's selling t-shirts. We know what's going on. Uh, (laughs) 
And then you had again two guys. Well, I'm waiting for him to get his last name back since they gave Mustafa Ali his full name. Andrade versus yeah. uh good old CA again. You know, I'm always glad to see some uh color. I hide ACH. Oh no, that for the culture. He lost me with that. Uh <laughs> You shouldn't have agreed. You shouldn't have agreed to a Jordan you Miles. Sh- you shouldn't have said nothing about Jay Lethal, fam. That's where I yeah. went there for you, bro. What about him? I said he worked with Ric Flair. Who have you worked with? Uh, anyway. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a Ring of Honor. He was a Ring of Honor champ and TV champion for two years. So I mean, you couldn't even sniff the belt. Yeah. We're not gonna. You know, we can go in yeah. on good old Jordan all yeah. night, but yeah. we're gonna go ahead and go to these uh results. Andrade went against CA and Andrade defeated him because of course Selena Vega mm. helped. Looking as scrunches as ever. And yeah, Alice the Black ain't coming after me. So yeah, she alright. You know, that's how you know if, if I've ever asked. Well, look me make it. He's too. I mean, well, he's still in that dark room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, wait a minute. He's still, I was about to say he's still sitting up in the corner somewhere. <laughs> Wifey had a match before him. That's the damn yeah. shame. Shout out to the fact that after every time Zelina Vega is shown, I always cut to uh, out some black backstage in the corner because they know he creeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why they both on Raw. He's waiting. Knock on his door so he can go beat him up. How about you go knock on some? Hey. I'm not gonna go on this rant about Alistair Black right now, fam. It, this is Rashad's turn. It is. Sad. It is. <laughs> it's sad how things have changed for this man because he was all he was up here and then it just. But anyway, <sighs> I mean, if you like the Lana Rusev angle, shout out to Brazzers. Yeah, shout out to Brazzers uh, uh, and Blacked.com. Uh, <laughs> Black poles yeah. and white holes. Yeah, because that's <laughs> pretty I don't know why they keep stringing this along, but yeah. Now it's becoming fake pregnancies just to jump people. I mean, if y'all been seeing the screenshots I've been dropping, it's because <laughs> Brazzers are uh, wrestling fans and they're trying to get a, a parody going. Oh, they're trying to I do mean, a lot. Oh, they, well, they're going to get that. Look, they hit up TI too. on everybody's uh, browsers. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, think about when you know, think about the last yeah, thing that he's like came out and said, and yeah, yeah, that's why I took a uh, second for it to register like that. I said, <laughs> I, was like, I don't know where to uh, begin what I was saying. Um, the Lana stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah fake Lana, pregnancies, yeah, and fake, fake pregnancies, and um, there will be a parody video for everybody who wants it on browsers near you on browsers uh, very soon. They need to sponsor us. <laughs> At this right? point. Like for real. Okay, another Eric Rowan. I'm sorry. Rowan squash match. Local competitor. Shout out to the local competitor. <laughs> yeah, at least I mean, they gave the ones on Friday like kill. Yeah, they did give. Yeah, they did give them a name. They just said kill. 
They just said, dude from England. Let's go. Yeah. British man, come through. What the hell was that that Eric Rowan came out holding, though? Oh, yeah, that burlap sack. Yeah. And he I'm was talking to Snake now. He was talking to her like he was a child. Yeah, maybe Jake Snake now. Maybe Snake in there. Who knows? We, we will find out. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be even more intimidating if he came out his beard, though. Blame Vic and King for being too scary. <laughs> uh, looking up. Dang, I'm sorry, really. you didn't that on the desk in front of me, and I ain't finna look. If Dio was there, he would have did it, but you know, he still recovered. <laughs> been a pit bull up here. I just scared. Nah, that, that cage would have been rattling if it was a pit bull in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, the War uh, Raiders. Might as well call them the War Raiders or War Machine. War Raiders were better than Viking Raiders. Yeah, it was. It was way better than Viking Raiders. I gotta say this name because I am not a fan of this man's name. But Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Why can't you just be Flash Webster or Morgan Webster or Flat or Flash Morgan, Morgan. or Flash Morgan? No, well, he probably would have got sued if he would have yeah. <laughs> yeah, for that. Definitely. Or FM Dub. You know what I'm saying? Something, something shorter than that. So no, of course, I say that man, every time. Because I'm like Flash Morgan Webster. Every time I sound like it's like a a pimp name slick back. For or real. Tribe Quest. Because you cannot just say, oh, Morgan Webster. Who's Morgan Webster? Flash Webster? Who's Flash Webster? But anyway, Eric and Ivar. I roll. Defeated. <laughs> Thank you. Defeated. Defeated. Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. At least they got some oh. offense in. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they got a few licks. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, compared, it yeah, I mean, you know, compared to everybody else. And then you had the OC versus uh RKO, Ricochet, and uh Mr. Power Ranger K. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mr. He is as over as over can get. Because he's there, Umberto Carrillo. Real they, thank God they have not just called him Umberto because then, yeah. Keep Carrillo. Please keep Carrillo. Yeah. Because Umberto sounds like a, never mind. This yeah. Is, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Let's read it. It was a tropical storm that came to Beaumont. It was a great, it was a great main event. Because it's always a great man <laughs> when you have AJ, Randy, Ricochet on the car, you know, at the end of the night, even though, you know, you had to throw in Umberto. <laughs> at least he wasn't there with the Street Profits this time. Yeah, because that was awkward because they, and they were talking about that man more than he was. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to, they, they're supposed to be hyping themselves up. They're hyping him up. But he, more. but he actually got over because his team won. They let him win. <laughs> they let him win. They let him they win. Said, we tired of putting you over like at the beginning of the match and then you lose. So this was his night. Now I'm like, I guess Randy probably looked at them and said, nah, we ain't I ain't playing that taking L's mess. I don't care who with me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but he let yeah. you know he let Umberto get the pin though, because he could have just RKO. I mean, he RKO the shit out of AJ Styles. He could have just pinned him then, but you know, yeah. he, ta he tagged an old boy. That's all. And, 
And must, I'm going to say it again. AJ Styles and Randy Orton. It's just something about when them two are in the ring together. You know, even it could be the stupidest match. It's gonna be dope. I agree. It's good. Like, like remember that WrestleMania where he literally just. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> literally just caught that man. So, like, just like he did Seth, I was like. Oh, that Seth one for that one and Evan Bourne will forever be my favorite RKO's from uh, yeah. Randy Orton. Anytime he catches a midair, it's gonna be a yeah. RKO. It's gonna be lit. Show. So that was the end of Raw. Um, basically, it was a good. You take out the Rusev stuff. You had a good BC show right there, and I felt uncomfortable saying that after I said what I said about Lana and Rusev, because <laughs> it almost said like I said something else. Monster yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> My no, I caught it too. I said after I said BC, I said. My thing is, bitch, if you're not always pregnant, how's your baby 15 pounds already? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Maybe she wouldn't be in this mess. But this is my thing also with that, though. You broke up in Rusev because you say he was a sex addict. Oh, but you steady it, it, doing it, it, nothing but having sex with Bobby Lashley. This shit is, it is, it is stupid. So yeah. Bobby Lashley doesn't force her to have sex in, you know, the tank at WrestleMania 31. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, of course I would. We already had this discussion everywhere. Even Rusev was like, would you blame me? No, I do not. <laughs> Private jets, public jets, <laughs> locker rooms, and, tanks, you know, and catering. Dave Perry, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good old CJ. Wow. <laughs> Touche. They got it like that. No, no, the she came out to the ring and didn't use her accent this week. And they still introducing her as a Ravenson Russian. She came out speaking uh-huh. real, real, real American to, uh, this past Monday. She's been so doing she that for a while. So she basically going through her coffee stage? Basically. <laughs> when you Russian, that's like that's what somebody needs yeah. to say. Like, when you Russian. Just like no. Triple H. Nah, Triple H need to do like he did Kofi. Like, um, first, <laughs> first of all. That was funny. He said, hey, aren't you Jamaican? Where's your accent? And then, I mean, it really wasn't nothing nobody could say because, I mean, that's actually was like a legit, legit question. <laughs> question. I forgot who else was in the ring, but, like, all I know is they was back there dying and laughing when he said that. Because I know I would have. It, it was some DX shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> he said, what? He said, aren't you Jamaican? Because <laughs> I, yeah, that shit was hilarious. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, sounds basically like a C-plus show. Yeah. To be honest with you. Besides, oh, I said, the matches were way better than the CJ Perry segments. Well, everything was better. Than that. Yeah, I mean, you know, the high point of Raw was the fact that ba- uh, Bailey with her Karen haircut came out and finally attacked somebody. She finally got revenge. You know what I'm saying? I'm talk to the manager and they let her in the building. She look like, you know what she looked like? She'll go to Ross and talk to somebody manager for real, though. <laughs> I need to speak to the manager. I bought this three weeks ago, and I still have the receipt. I need to return this right now. Like, it's a pasta stain on here. It was on there when I bought it. <laughs> you can only get car- <laughs> store credit. Right. I want my money back. I'm like, oh, okay. uh, like all right, here we go. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, but you got the mom cut. On a, posit- on a positive note, Tuesday on WWE Backstage, the greatness of Phil Brooks popped up. He finally made his first appearance 
and announced that he will be on WWE backstage starting this Tuesday. Um, yeah, man, shout out to them for keeping us a surprise. I mean, we knew he was gonna be on there, but like as far as like when he was actually gonna be on there, because like Booker and everybody said they didn't they didn't even know he was gonna show up. So yeah, that's general reaction from everybody. Especially I like Renee. And Paige, too, because Paige was like, y'all don't want me to cuss, but y'all doing stuff like this. <laughs> uh, it was especially dope because he kind of, like, paid homage to uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just so you think said, you have all the answers. Answers. I changed the culture. Which, I mean, Nothing. I did, too. Shout out for them, to them for filming it, though, too, because they literally was like, yeah. He said he's going to break yeah. the internet. He broke yeah. the internet. <laughs> Everybody was kind of nervous in the back, like, uh-oh. <laughs> right, like, pipe bomb, also, too. <laughs> I want the wrestling fans to realize that this man is signed to Fox. Fox. Thank Fox, you. Not to, to WWE. WWE. So Vince has no control over this man. Only thing Fox did. pop up on SmackDown no time soon. No. He's not going to be a Survivor Series. No. None of that. The only thing. Tuesday evening, and that's it. Only thing Fox did was called him and ask him, was he cool? They said, yeah. And they're like, all right, boom. That's our boy. And then him and Renee is like friends, like legit, like close friends in real life too, though. So she was like literally like the only person <laughs> that knew what was going on. But I am in, I think it's going to make, it's going to get more eyes on backstage. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool because, I mean, I'm going to watch it. So shout out to oh, yeah, them. Now they put Charles Montgomery on there. I'm definitely going to watch it. Charles Montgomery, Cookie Monster, Chicago Made. (laughs) Wow. Chicken Magnets. (laughs) Staying on Tuesday. (laughs) CM could also stand for CM. It could also stand for Cordis Master. But also, staying on Tuesday. (laughs) Impact Impact on Access TV. Another solid show was in the books. Now, I will say I am a big fan of, like, the Impact Wrestling theme song. Like, I don't know. Whoever they got doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep that shit up on whatever Aubrey's of the world y'all got over there in Canada. Oh, y'all production team. Like, keep them on there. But um, it started off with a a six-man match for the number one contendership for the X Division. My bad. The Triple X Division title, according to Ace Austin. And what does Ace Austin 316 stand for, Terry? I just banged your wife. I gotta get one of them shirts, man. And I will wear that, and I will wear that shirt in the probably most inappropriate places just to piece, piss people off. But Trey from the Rascals ended up getting the win. And I also need to get one of the Rascals 420 baseball jersey they got too. Cause uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. And I ain't gonna lie, like once I saw Trey Mom in the crowd and shit, I was just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, nine times out of ten, he's gonna get end up getting the win. Now I ain't gonna lie, man. Um I feel like how Ace Austin was feeling because uh once I saw Trey Mom in the crowd, I was just like, say Trey's mom is looking real <clears throat> milfy, you know. So uh <laughs> Are you feeling kind of OC ish yeah. with your uh mother lovers? I am, I am a definite mother lover. And apparently I'm not the only one because Ace Austin was like, that's his mom? I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm assuming the storyline is going to revolve around, you know, Ace trying to bang his mom and try to get Trey out of, you know, out of focus for the cruise, you know, for the Ace Division Championship. But I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it, though. Shout out to Petey Williams because he's still, he's still standing. He's still strong, man, the Impact Wrestling, man. So uh, 
yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to good old Petey Williams for that. He hit the Canadian destroyer, and and I will say this every single time I see it. That is one of my favorite wrestling moves of all time, especially finisher wise. I know everybody do oh, it now. Canadian destroyer that we seen at Full Gear. <sighs> well, that Canadian destroyer we seen at Full Gear though. That was. I'm I'm gonna get back to you on that one. I can't I can't <laughs> I can't answer that one right now. But the queen and self-proclaimed locker room leader Madison Rain. She ended up getting the win over Alexia Nicole. I mean, it was a cool match. Um, her and Kiara Hogan got this whole frenemy situation going on. Shout out to Kiara Hogan, man. Um, that's all I'll say. Yes, yep, see, Terry, yeah, you know, man. Just shout out to Kiara Hogan. Keep doing your thing. Um, but yeah, shout out to Madison Rain too, though, because she has literally been with it packed through the T, you know, through the TNA days, the good TNA days, through the Hogan Bischoff era. Through the beginning of the anthem days into like impact what it is now. So I mean, yeah, technically she probably is a, the locker room leader now that you think about it. She had an appearance in the May Young Classic too. She did. And when she lost early, I was like, oh, okay, she must not be going to WWE then. But uh, like I said, it was a solid match. It was cool. Now, a backstage segment that had me tripping out. Johnny Swinger, like just Google, just Google Johnny Swinger, like Impact Wrestling. He basically took a shit and what he thought was Petey Williams' bag because Petey Williams didn't want to wrestle him, uh, you know, last week. So Petey Williams came, you know, he grabbed his actual bag and then Johnny Swinger was like, hey, you forget your other bag, dude? He was like, oh, that's not my bag. And then he walks out. Come to find out he ended up shitting in Ken Shamrock's bag. And um, nine times out of ten, yeah. And... One, unfortunately, yes, Ken Shamrock is he's he's getting a lot of TV time at his old age. But at the same time, it's funny just to see somebody like shit shit in his bag and then him just go crazy and just whoop ass. Because that's literally all Ken Shamrock really just needs to do is just whoop ass. Like y'all need to cut promos. Like that promo he cut with Joey Ryan when they was in the ring, you did you did too much talking. Just just be like, look, let's just fight because I feel like you're stupid, and then boom. But I'm assuming we're going to get them, like, next week. RVD, fam, cut another promo in the hot tub. And, look, if y'all haven't seen his, pro- his promos in the hot tub, shout out to his lady. That's all, that's all I'll his say. His wife or his girlfriend? I think that's the girlfriend. I think I think wifey is at the house, but that's the girl. You know, that's the girlfriend. Because she be twerking her. And so Katie Ford, she she actually like is a pretty good like solid wrestler too. So hopefully we'll have to like get to see her in the ring. But he basically said, Look, man, if you mad at me right now, then that means you changed. I didn't change. I've been the same dude for the past 30 years. The wrestling business done changed, but not me. So next week I will bless y'all with my presence in the ring. So it looks like RVD and Katie will be on Impact Wrestling next week. Um I'm assuming maybe Rhino gonna try to like get his revenge, but yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening, fam. Just, I'm sorry, Rhino, but your best days are behind you, my friend. You know that's 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 all I can say. Daga beats the Golden Draw, Jay Jay Chris, and I will say this though: out of all the members of OVE, though, Jay Chris and probably came like the longest way as far as like wrestling ability go, because at first he was kind of like the weakest member, in my opinion. 
but like considering he was the X Division champion and like just seeing like the matches and shit he done had. Um he lost his time to Daga though, which is another Conan experiment. Hey man, Conan be Conan be dropping, he be finding some gems when it comes to wrestling, you know. Both iterations of LAX, you know, with Homicide Hernandez and you know Santana and Ortiz. Now he got Daga. He had some people in Lucha Underground too, and you know he got his own. You know, I think he like either got his own or he's the head of like a wrestling company in Mexico too. I can't remember, but I want to say triple. I want to say triple A. You know, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. But um, yeah, shout out to, to Daga. He got the win. Um, Sammy Callahan, my bad. X Division Champion. Sammy Callahan and Madman Fulton, they beat Rich Swan and Tessa Blanchard in a pretty good tag team. This is the only Impact thing I would – you say what? Impact World Champion in that division. Yeah, my bad. Impact World Champion. This is the only thing I will say about, like, the. I need the crowds to, like, be a little bit more engaged. You know what I'm saying? It just seemed like – like they be having like some good action and matches and shit going. It be feel like like the recent Monday Night Raw crowd sometimes. That Long Island crowd, that's kind of like how some of these impact situations be feeling sometimes. But as far as the match, oh, that's what happens when you tape a shit ton of episodes in one night. Yeah, that that is all. How many they be taping? Like three, three, four. Oh yeah, that crowd be like, come on, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas be gas by the time the third episode come on. Exactly. So, but I mean, Tessa ended up getting attacked by first of all, Sammy Callahan is probably one of the most hated heels in like wrestling right now. Like, like actually legit heels. I think like him and MJF are probably like on the same spectrum as far as like heels go. MJF probably by like hate level or what? Like as far as like hate level. Don't forget King Joffrey. As as much as I hate to admit it, you know what, Baron Corbin, he he don't went from I just want you to go away, heal heat to like I just I just hate you, fam. Especially after this damn promo that I know Rashad is gonna talk about when he talk about SmackDown. But uh yeah, I'll 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 let him take care of that. Um it was announced next week that it will be a six person and let you know, let me say person because Tessa Blanchard is in the match. It'll be a six-person elimination match between Tessa Blanchard, Rich Swan, Daiga, Michael Elgin, Brian Cage, and your boy Moose to determine the number one contender for Sammy Callahan's Impact World Heavyweight Championship. And then considering that they already said Rich Swan will be going against Sammy in, in December, and Tessa will take on Sammy in January. I'm assuming it's gonna be the match that Rich Swan wins, and that just you know just go ahead and set the paper up, paper view up for next week. But last but certainly not least, and I and I say this for last for a reason because your girl Susie, your girl Susie, uh, Terry, <laughs> she did it again, fam. So Jessica Havoc had a, you know basically a squash match or whatever. And then she saw her backstage, and then like Susie was like, I feel like we know each other. I mean, obviously, you know, Jessica looking at her like, yeah, this we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we done been through some to kill each other. Right. And so when she ended up touching Sue Young's arm, like, all of a sudden, like, like, flashbacks start to, like, you know what I'm saying, come up with, like, stuff that, you know, like, she was trying to, like, she started to remember some of the things. And then, like, Jessica walked off. In the Matt Hardy words, she had a premonition. Basically. 
like it, it wasn't like a full premonition because like she was like looking confused but then she kind of like had that little smile on her face like oh okay so it looks like man i ain't gonna lie y'all keep her susie for a little bit longer though because sweet jesus that's that's <laughs> that's that's really all i can say and the main event was for the impact tag team championships the north ended up retaining they took on mara fuki and eddie edwards and a very i like i like the north though you know they kind of remind me of the revival so technically i would say that the north is impact wrestling the revival as far as like strict tag team wrestling you know they just they just dirty whoop your ass and keep it going you know what i'm saying and i feel like eddie edwards is probably the most complete wrestler that they got in impact wrestling right now because when you think about how he was with the american wolves when he first got there and just think about like all the different character transitions he done kind of been through since he's been there, yeah, I, I fucked with Eddie Edwards, man. Because you can get you a hardcore Eddie Edwards match, or you can get the technical wrestling Eddie Edwards match. So, as far as Impact go, I give it a, I give it a B, a nice solid B. It was a good show, you know. It continued the storylines and stuff like that. So, shout out to Impact Wrestling, and I'm actually looking forward to watching it next week. I'm not assigned to, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. So, Terry, would you like to jump off the Wednesday shenanigans? Sure. But before I get to my Wednesday night shenanigans, did y'all know that at one point in time, Sanity was originally composed of four different people than what we know today? No. Sanity consisted of Eric Young, Nikki Cross, Uh Alexander Wolf, Uh and Madman Fulton. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I knew that. I thought that was- man got hurt, and then, you know, he got replaced by Killian Dan, and then slowly but surely faded out of the company and ended up in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, oof. I, ain't, I thought she was about to pull an evolution or something like that, like Mark uh, Gendrax. Mark Gendrax. Yeah. <laughs> he did the video and everything. Didn't make no, the final cut. Did not make the final cut, but it kind of worked out. Not for him, but for us as, as wrestling fans. As wrestling fans, because, yeah. like I said, we got a, a good. Uh, yeah, we got, we got Randy Orton. Yeah, <laughs> we got, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no more ten tracks. Take it away, sir. So you know, on the black and gold brand, we started off tonight with a NXT Cruiserweight Championship match with our champion Leo Rush coming to collect against Angel Garza, and what was a phenomenal, phenomenal opening match. He's so disrespectful. Hey, it is what it is. I'm not as disrespectful <laughs> as Angel Garza because Angel That's Garza decided to roll up on Leo Rush and snatch off his tearaway pants in front of her face and throw them at him. And I'm sorry, bro, but if you throw your tearaway pants at my wife, all rules are out the window. We finna scrap for real. Hey, I will say, bro, he hit that suicide dive like, like legit, like he was mad to the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I think that nigga legit got pissed at that. I don't think that was part of the plan. Nah, I don't think so either. Because he started going in. If it was, that was some fantastic action going on. Shout out to the wing clipper, because that move is actually pretty phenomenal. And <laughs> Can I just say one thing, though, before you continue? My only problem with that move is it, it takes so long to set up, though. Oh, you know, yeah. You got to double on and then pick him up and make sure he's straddled around you. And then, like, come on, fam. Make sure you don't accidentally take some of the pressure when you drop. Fuck up your own vertebrae. But but I do agree, though. It is a fantastic move. 
that Leo Rush was able to kick out of too. Which was a shock. But at the same time, Andrew Garza kicked out of the uh the final hour. There was a couple of uh reversals here and there. The um uh, the come up got reversed into the Andrew Clipper, uh the wing clipper, which was again pretty awesome. But the win came with a very suspect maneuver at the end. Uh Andrew Garza is draped over the middle rope and Leo Rush hits him with the final hour. And one, two, foot on the rope, pulls the foot, three. So in my eyes, there's gonna be setting up uh Andrew Garza Leo Rush two, hopefully at takeover. And you can go ahead and give them another 20, 25 minutes and yeah. I'm here for it. Especially sit down and have like five matches anyway, which means they all gonna get time. Yeah, that's all always always a war game. Ooh, but one thing before you continue though, that counter when Leo Rush went for the suicide dive, he countered that mud into a power bomb on the outside of the ring. Yeah, oh yeah. That and like, that power slam from off the top rope. Yeah. They was in there doing some shit, <laughs> Damn. This nigga legit hit a moon salt power, power slam, slam in the top rope. Like Rashad, like, a moon salt power slam off the top rope, bro. It perfectly. And then pinned him like right after that. Like Spanish fly stuff power slam. <laughs> yeah. Basically, off the chain. So yeah, I'm like you, fam. Give him another twenty. Give him another twenty minutes, man. Even if you give him eighteen, just more than ten minutes, bro. Yeah, because honestly, they could have kept this next match and let Leo and Angel go a little bit longer. How? Oh, speak for nobody else but Zaylee and Aaliyah. I'm over. Zaylee beat Aaliyah in a quick match. Um, noteworthy moment of the match came at the end. Zali hit Aaliyah with a still fast kick, straight to the nose, instantly done. Nose split open. She leaked it from the nose. She didn't even try to kick out. One, two, three. Zali wins. And now, you know, they they try to turn it into like the Becky situation from last year with Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah on social media. No, you and all this. But here's the thing: we actually cared about Becky. We don't care about y'all. Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. <laughs> In the words of Thanos, who are you? I don't even know you. Damn, man. <laughs> like, so if you just snap your fingers right now, you basically saying you want to snap them away. Yeah. I don't even know who you are. He meant that shit, too. He, he looked up dead in the eye like, like I don't even. I mean, he wasn't lying, though. I mean, should yeah. I know who you are? I just met you. Like, you got that smoke. Yeah, it really did, though. So um, then we have your boy Finn Balor coming up. And he cuts yet another phenomenal promo. Basically, this time he calls Johnny Wrestling weak for still being out three weeks later after a Pele kick and a brainbuster on the stage. I mean, that shit hurt. I mean, Matt Riddle back out there. He was high. He didn't feel it. True. So... Uh he calls oh, out, you know. Speaking of high, did y'all see that picture of Finn recently? And he had tagged Matt Riddle. He was just like, hi. And he tagged Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta go find that one. Pure heel, baby. Keep, keep talking. <laughs> so, Finn Balor calls out Matt Riddle, you know, basically calling him weak as well, saying that, you know, since Johnny's gone, I need a dance partner for War Games. 
Matt Riddle, of course, accepts, and then we get the usual brawl of um, Riddle and Baylor. Baylor, sorry. And uh, yeah, I'm ready for the match. It's Finn, is your bro, you know, Matt Riddle. We all know Finn's gonna win because ain't no way in hell you have him lose his first match back in the NXT to Matt Riddle. But shit, Matt Riddle, he's been at least delivering in matches. So, and it also took him out of the War Games match now, though. So, exactly. So, you know, you can get your boy take his spot. Who, John Morrison? Him, or you know, the Velveteen Dream. He hurts. Them eyes is chinky. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, check, check the hangout there. Yeah, yeah, just check the hangout. You gotta be oh to take a bump. But I mean, nah, fam, Velveteen ain't gonna be able to do that, man. But think, but just like, ooh, just think about how much more lit this this whole takeover invade angle would be if like Velveteen and Gorgano was healthy right now, especially Velveteen. Especially because I bet you him because he could have been on Miz TV and I bet you him and the Miz would have cut like some A1 promos going against each other, fam. Because I could definitely see that. Definitely. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm be like, yeah. So, um, That's Prince right on. there. <laughs> moving on. You know, uh, we had the Undisputed Era comes out to, you know, fight with Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and then ends up setting up a promo battle between Keith Lee and pretty much Roger Strong. And it sets up the match for Keith Lee versus Roger Strong. And stop, of course, stop, my, my bad, bro. Just, just just stop giving Roger Strong a microphone, fam. I ain't like hearing him talk in Ring of Honor. I don't like hearing him talk now. I rather. I mean, honestly, if y'all can just keep the Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole talking, we'll be okay. But I guess equal opportunists, I guess, you know, with my time. Fuck him. Roddy probably was backstage, like, but I want to talk this time. <laughs> In that exact voice, too. And I've been... <laughs> so, you know, Roddy Strong is literally strong, like his last name says, because this nigga was picking Keith Lee up like he weighed 150 pounds. And, right. bruh. That's superplex. Bam, no way you finna tell me I'm finna superplex a 300-pounder nigga from the top rope. I'm not finna even hit a regular suplex on a 300-pounder there around from the top rope. Roderick Strong looked like his whole spine collapsed after he hit that uh, <laughs> that super. Nah, like like dead ass. Cause I'm yeah, I know he put yeah, his whole he, body. He hit that man, and he was like, yeah, this wasn't the smartest idea. He he hit that man of like, please. And then you know it came with with the win of uh, Keith Lee hitting Roddy with a jackhammer. Pretty vicious jackhammer too, to say to say the least. And that's a lot of weight coming down on you too, cause like he throw you in. It's like he like like throw you in the air and then yeah, we good, Brian. We good. Yeah. So then you know after the match, Yui had to attack Keith Lee, cause that's what Yui does best. And it leads to Dominic Dajakovic coming out to make the save and single handedly run through all four members of Yui. Boy, that nigga he punched Roger Strong hard as shit when he got in the ring. Before he even got all the way in the ring. Bro, he just straight stole off on him like, bro, going on, fam. 
So now, you know, we got Dominic Dajakovic added to the men's war game match as a part of Team Champa since Riddle's out. Does he want to take on Finn? So Team Champa is now Champa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dajakovic, which honestly, do you really need a fourth man with them three? Nah, because they ain't gonna lie. Keith Lee and Dominic Dajakovic is like two dudes, like by themselves. And Dominic Dajakovic just proved he can run through UE by himself, so. Yeah, but I'm but I'm glad though because I mean one I did say he was probably he would probably end up getting added to the team, but two, even like in Ring of Honor, you know what I'm saying he would wrestle like I mean he didn't wrestle Adam Cole before back actually he didn't wrestle all of them back then now that I think about it so it's gonna be yeah intriguing to see his big ass in War Games. Yeah, especially since we know his big ass gonna be flying around. Yeah. Ooh, what if Keith Lee dive off the top? Yep. Blow nope. the cage on everybody. Earthquake in, in Chicago. You know what? I'm calling for it now. I need that to happen on Saturday. I need Keith Lee to be the one to jump off the top. After he, you know, making bass in his band. That's oof. That hurt my rib just thinking about having to catch his. Yeah. Yowie, wowie. So then we had uh, one of my new fan favorites, Isaiah Swerve Scott. He defeats Bronson Reed in, you know, a nice, solid, quick match. A um, couple of noteworthy moments. Shout out to the fact that Bronson Reed had thick with two C's on his uh, sandwich. And I, Isaiah Swerve Scott is definitely, he's going to be a main eventer. Yeah. I don't care yeah. what type yeah. of obstacles Vince and Paul try to put in front of him. He there's no way you can't get this man a world championship title run. He's already pretty much showing that he he has everything that he needs to be the complete package. He delivers every time. Ooh, that's who. Ooh, man. he could have been a fourth on the war game scene. Still possible. Because I mean, I think vicious house call he hit a uh, Bronson Reed with. Same man. <laughs> He be accurate and pinpoint with that mud too. On the button, fam. And he still like the black dude that got killed on the first Mortal Kombat movie, though. If his dreads was if his dreads was a little bit longer, he'll look just like <laughs> your soul is mine. <laughs> That's before Sonya fought Kano came yep. on the beach. Yep, you know, see, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why y'all laughing. Because y'all, y'all, I was in the room like, yeah. Because when you think about it, he definitely does. Man. I was like, swear. That was swear. That was, that was swear. His older brother or something, man. Cause, yeah. You know, he ain't, he ain't got his full lid hurry yet. You know what I'm saying? He's still growing it out. Yeah, you know, that's what happens when you get your soul stole. You lose your hurt? Yep. Huh. Lost. Man, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had Pete Dunn versus Killian Dane. Never took place because Punisher Martinez, otherwise known as Damian Priest, decides he wants to attack both of them. So I uh, guess we're, we won't be getting a tag team match of Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate versus Killian Dane and Punisher. We instead probably going to get a triple threat. I'm fine with that too. I'm against though these three big niggas flying around <laughs> like the old cruiserweights. I tweeted this Wednesday, and I full-fledged stand by this because, first off, Damian Priest 
Shout out to Razor Ramon because Damian Priest is keeping the Razor Edge alive. True. And nigga threw a security guard on these niggas. Bro. Like, fam, you're not finna Razor Edge me and I'm not even signed to wrestle tonight. Nah, fam. Like, y'all gotta pay me extra for this. Then this nigga hit a step up tope over the top rope, fam. Like, still fam, you, you 6'8", 260, and you moving like you 5'4", 140. Chill. All the way. Big chill. I mean, but Bam Bam Bigelow's out there moving, too, though. He needed to chill, too. And Vader. Well, he is chilling. Okay. So, moving on to the main event before we get canceled with Week 7. Uh, Io Shirai took on Mia Yim in a phenomenal ladder match. Before I even get to the ladder match, we're going to start off with the first two minutes of the match. Both their interest musics jam. Yeah, they really do. Hard. Like, Oof. the bass that be bumping during Mia's on the APIC. <laughs> and then Io's just straight instrumental and yeah. now just... It just gets you lit. Sign some techno... I don't know if it's that in the strobe lights combined or what, but it's it makes you feel like you had a rave. Nigga be ready to work out. Minus the acid. Yeah. So, you know, in a different uh usage, we got some color of this go around. Mm. Um we got a springboard missile drop kick from EO to Mia that busted Mia open <laughs> instantly, and she was leaking like a faucet. Yeah, she really was. Like right here, across this part of the nose. Yeah. Ladder cutter right there. I literally sat there like this the whole time. Like it felt like my stuff started hurting. I'm like, God, no, hold on. Yeah. But before you continue though, Oof. am I the only one that get annoyed when like the referees come, like the doctors come down there and like clean clean them clean them up and shit? Like in the bro, middle of it. In the middle of the like she's fine. Like if y'all notice, like when it happened, she moved her her out the way so they can get a shot of her bleeding. Leave so in her mind, I go ahead. I can understand if it was like a Leo, you know. Yeah, she was just was lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mia kept oh, going. <laughs> she kept the match going. She was like, all right, then. Kept rolling. I was like, it was no. She did, bro. It was no dead body moment. <laughs> no, she was good. She, she was like, all right, let's go. It's just a little blood, you know? Never hurt nobody. I mean, you know, I'm about to literally talk about this woman in like, you know. You know, so. you, you, never mind. I was gonna bring up the fact of of a cast wearing person, you know, but you're gonna leave him in the past. Thank you. So you know, Dakota Kai came out to check on uh, Miriam, only to eat a moon salt from Io Shirai. Beautiful moon salt, not not like Charlotte Flair. Right, and then Io decides, you know, she wants to go try to. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Oh shit! So EO decides she wants to go <laughs> climb the ladder, and Dakota Kai stops her. Right, uh, hits her with a mean power bomb. Yeah, and then Mia Yim goes climbs the ladder, only to be stopped by the debuting Kaylee Ray, who is your NXT UK Women's Champion. She tips Mia Yim off the ladder and through another ladder, and yet another vicious fight. Only 
which allows EO to go up, you know, claim the contract and give in Team Shayna the advantage for the War Games match. So, real quick, before I, I speed past the post-match, throughout the night tonight, we had some different attacks going on. You had Regan, Regan, Rhea, <laughs> Rhea Tegan, Jessamine, yeah, and like, Ray, all laid out in, in gravel. First of all, <laughs> imagine being in that production movie, uh, meeting and Paul and Michael tell you, hey, we need you to go lay outside in this gravel. And bro, like Rhea looked like she was like legit just after sleep. Yeah, like, she was like she was knocked out. She was like, cat nap, man. Yeah, <laughs> taking a power nap, fam. She was out like tell me when you need me. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even breathing. She was just out, just on the ground. <laughs> just... Easy just money, you know. What I'm she looked like she got hit with a mean right or something, you know. She was just like shit. I'm just laying here real. Like, where you want me to lay it? All right, and just lay there. Camera rolling yet? Come on, man. It's ants at her. <laughs> <laughs> ants, mosquitoes. Water bugs, project roaches, all of them. You know they're in Florida, they got everything. They got them big bitches too. They be flying. Nah, we good, bro. So after the match, you know, uh Shayna comes out basically announcing that Kaylee Ray is gonna be the fourth member of Team Shayna, making Team Shayna out to be Shayna, EO, Bianca Belair, and Kaylee Ray. Take it on the team Maria Ripley, Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and Candice LeRae. So as Shayna standing on the uh, the ramp, here comes Karen, you know, Bailey, again with a chair, and then she hits her with a face buster. <laughs> Team uh, Shatner clears the ring to come, you know, chase Bailey, but Bailey gets ghost. Bailey broke out. Hey, that's the second time we've seen Bailey broke out. You remember when she had a B Charlotte when she had a random head up against the uh, the pole to the exposed turn because <laughs> she got up better and she was gone. <laughs> Hey man, you gotta know when to dip. That's very true. But I think that was a good way to end it though, because like once again, all they said is they gonna keep an eye on Bailey. Like, all right, you gotta do more to keep an eye on me, fam. Yep. You gonna feel my complaints. Gotta respect them. So all in all, only women's Grand Slam champ. All in all, you know I give uh, NXT this week a solid B plus A minus. Because it was a fantastic show. Um, the only part that they really could have kept was the Zali Aaliyah match. But you got to build, you know, your lower card women just as much as you got to build your upper card women. So it is what it is. That's very true. I mean, we can't Chocolate. claim that they're using the same women. And then, you know, when they try to build up the other ones, you'd be like, yeah, I'm cool. Not Santana Garrett, though, because, you know. That's another story for another day. All right. But we got a little while before we're going to see them. That is very true. Even though she's been on the last couple, you know, whatever. F it up. So, UK. So, uh, the UK brand, you know, we get to see starting off tonight, Kaylee Ray uh, defeats Zia Brookside. So, I finally actually got to see a, a full Kelly Ray match because, unfortunately, I missed TakeOver uh, Cardiff back in August. Trash. What it is. Trash. I wasn't required to watch it then, okay? Wow. <laughs> Excuses. It is what it is. I'm being honest. I'm Super being honest. actually mattered in a match, you know? Kelly Ray superkicked Zara Brookside, and she was literally out on her feet. 
Like, see, you know, the old school flare spaghetti legs type moments? Yeah. It's like, that's how she was for like all the two seconds before Kelly Ray grabbed her and put in the glory bomb. Shout out to Chavo Ooh. Guerrero one time. Ooh, yeah. Shout out, man. Shout out to Chavo. In the long that glory bomb was, was every bit of as vicious as Chavo's used to be. Mm. And then she ain't coming from that high up either, too. So, yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah. So then, you know, moving on, we had Travis Banks defeat Leguero, which is their second time meeting. The first time they ended in a double draw because both people got counted down, uh, counted out. Both shoulders were down on the match. It was a solid match, you know, very much, uh, very much hard hitting. It's about a good 20 minute match. Uh, we got my first instance of big time shenanigans on a UK show with Joseph Connor coming out. You all right over there? <laughs> <laughs> so, Joseph Connor, you know, he attacks. Leguero and allows uh, Travis Banks to pick up the win. Then as soon as the match is over, he attacks Travis Banks and he cuts a promo basically saying that he should be the first. He should have been the first uh, NXT UK champion. He deserves all the spotlight that everybody else has been getting. He's tired of being passed over, whereas his spot on the takeoff cars, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, he took the Dolph Ziggler. It should have been me promo and made it actually matter. Like mm. from Connor actually cared about what he was saying versus Dolph talking about it should have been me. <laughs> this week's version of NXT UK actually didn't have any in-ring promos, strangely enough, like major in-ring promos. So I didn't have to worry about trying to throw on the subtitles to be able to understand what the fuck was going on. But they did have a backstage segment with um, Johnny Saint and William Regal. Basically, William saying that a be on the lookout. I may be stealing some more UK talent for, for you know, NXT USA. Alexander Wolf comes in saying that, you know, hey, bro, I need to get Ilya. I'm not even trying to pronounce his last name, but I need this match. He been fucking with me. What's up? Johnny gives him the match, so next week we get Alexander Wolf versus Ilya D. If anybody know how to pronounce their last name, more power to y'all. <laughs> No? Okay. No, no, I don't. Hold on. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Hey, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. That's why I was like, no, nah, I don't. And I'm not even going to try. I listened to them pronounce that nigga name four different times and still can't do it. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the same thing that Jim Ross do when you try to pronounce Sammy Guevara now. He's called him Sammy G. <laughs> Sammy G? Just <laughs> like, what? Sammy G. Yeah, you can't say Guevara. So the main event of UK was Tyler Bate, your first ever, you know, NXT UK champion, taking on Chris Hero, Cassius Ono, in a oh, phenomenal wow. match. And Ono and UK was made for each other. Everything so, that we wanted out of Ono in NXT, he's doing in the UK. They actually giving this man um, time to work full length matches and tell stories in the ring. They literally gave them about twenty to twenty five minutes. Honestly, three matches, each of them got about twenty minutes. Well, 
outside of the opening match. The opening match got about 10 minutes, but outside of that, the other two got about 20. So what you're saying is I need to go back and watch this match. Yeah. Because Ono was throwing elbows left and right. Ooh. Tyler was eating elbows left and right. Throwing fists. Tyler is, is also strong as shit. Oh, yeah. And the Tyler Driver 97 is still such a pretty ass move. Oh, it really is, fam. Because he executes it so effortlessly. But Ono hits his finisher on, uh, on Tyler Bate. While he down on his knees, the the rolling elbow, mm-hmm. and when I tell you that whole sounded off, even without the slap on the thigh, <sighs> only for Tyler to still kick out. Oh wow! Yeah, Tyler won the match. He won with the Tyler driver. Oh, okay, damn. Because I can only imagine how the elbow. Because <laughs> Chris Hero delivered them elbows like a mofo, and uh. He got a he got a modified Cassius Clutch that's pretty dope that you gotta go check out. I need to go back and look at yeah, I need to go back and look at this damn match then. Yes, sir. So that's my NXT, my black and gold discussion for the week. Oh, before I go, I do have our current war game card. You got okay. your women's war games match of Team Shayna versus Team Rhea, which I just went over the teams two seconds ago. Then you got the men's war game match with the Undisputed Era versus Russell Chompa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dajakovic. And a fourth person still to be announced. Then you have Baylor, Balor. I don't know why I want to keep calling this nigga Baylor. Prince Devitt. Try to think about them losing yesterday. Going to 25 point lead. Atlanta Falcons will be proud. And then possible matches, you know, we got the Cruiserweight Championship match and then possibly a triple threat. To round out our card at five full matches. Okay, yeah, I mean that sounds like a, a solid card to me. I'm assuming yeah. they they probably gonna jump it off with the women's war game match, probably though. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, they probably jump. They probably jump it off with them. That's what you I'm know. Thinking. I would I would actually main event with that one. I would too, especially considering I, I feel like they're gonna be the ones to steal the show. Hmm. So yeah, honestly, you could start off with the guys. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with that. So, fantastic job on the black and gold. Well, I mean, is NXT UK black and gold too? I mean, black and gold with a little with a little red <laughs> and that little blue trimming or something. You know, little, what I'm saying? yeah, it's real, it's real British. Mm, cheerio. <laughs> oh, I believe the drag. Yeah, it has the dragon. Yeah, mm. <laughs> not the dragon, but the lion. Mm. Do you have a spot of tea? But uh, yeah, <laughs> fantastic job, fantastic job on Monday Night Raw Super Shot. I know that was uh, yeah, difficult to try to make that sound exciting. On the other, um, I about to say, ooh, I came with Friday. Friday on the, on the other side of the Wednesday spectrum, AW Spurs show. You know, this is basically the fallout show from um Full Gear. And look, man, once again, and I know one of us says this every week, but. Whoever does their video packages, fam, like, you need to give them a raise because the show jumped off with them, you know, showing Kenny Omega. Like, the first thing you see you is, You gotta like, do this. Yeah. Like, Chef's kiss. Fam. <laughs> Fantastic. The first thing you see is, like, Kenny Omega's back just fucked up. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? 
and him talking to the trainer like how you feel and like the whole time like keenan the, and the trainer was talking they were showing like clips of like the matches you know what i'm saying so you could like see why he is banged up as he is with the blind up bro his eye look thick, disgusting uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like you know what i'm saying so and then you know the trainer basically told him you know rest up for a week and then like you know like holler back at me now the thing that i love the most and this is one thing about like storytelling like the look on kenny omega's face when the trainer told him that moxley was clear and he wasn't that was that was wonderful right there because you can see the hurt and anger in his eye you know what i said at the same yeah, time he was like, so i didn't take him to the limit like he took me to the limit exactly like he's he i like that walking. too that's what i was like little little stuff like that you know what i'm saying like that's the stuff that i noticed so props to them you know what i'm saying for like i said that opening video package and then ironically who jumps off the show john moxley <laughs> he basically came in there and make you know made quick work of you know uh nakazawa ddt them cut a promo and the first thing he said was considering technically his match sunday the saturday in the county he was like so this one counts right obviously me and the crowd everybody just bust out laughing because i mean look man the difference between dean ambrose promos and john moxley promos is literally as simple as just letting them say what the hell they want to say like it might be the same passion you know what i'm saying that he's delivering the words with but you can tell like these are actually his words that he's saying like he believes everything that he's saying and you know basically his thing was he applauded kenny omega because nobody in AEW has the balls to be able to step with him in the ring he's on a pilgrimage to scorch the earth of AEW one broken neck at a time which is um i mean that ain't cool fam I mean, I know you want to like go up against your opponents and like be the best, but you talking about like breaking, you know, breaking necks. That's that's murder. But all in all, it was a fantastic promo by John Moxley, though. Then we had Jurassic, you know, Jurassic Express, which is Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy. They took on the Dark Order. Um, luckily, the Dark Order left. They, you know, they sex workers in the locker room because we didn't see them yet but as far as the match goes fine dark order one you know with the fatality and then they basically told marco stud you know you would be excellent in our organization and try to put the mask on them which um somebody should have called the police but never fear no nah, no police man touche but never fear though because probably my favorite moment of the whole aew dynamite my boy Luchasaurus has returned from his hamstring injury, which is crazy considering he's supposed to have been out since like he's supposed to have been out like since to like January, and like he's already back. Um, Terry, Johnson, I, uh, work workout plan. What is Seth Rollins? Terry, I know you. You know you are tired of like the returns and stuff like that, but this one was like a legit. Like, damn, we we really would expect to see him back like so early. No, nah, this one was cool. So, especially how they did it too, because uh, they didn't just waste it, they actually had him come in and save his boy. So, right, that's true. The lights didn't just go off, and then all of a sudden, Lucia Sword disappeared in the ring. Plus, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, 
But I want to say this is Dark Order's first major win. Yeah. I know for the past few weeks, you know, I know every time that I covered them, at least, them niggas were losing. I mean, outside them winning the first round by in the tag team tournament, which obviously led to nothing. Like, yeah, this was probably like their biggest win. A win that they so desperately needed. But, like I said, Luchasaurus is back. Um, he basically murdered the, you know what I'm saying, the Dark Order's means. Shout out to the tail whip. Because he, he tail whipped, which is his roundhouse kick. He roundhouse kicked two members of the Dark Order. Jungle Express is complete again. Luchasaurus is back. I'm happy. Now, I just wanted to say just one thing, though. Like, to everybody that's hating on Marco's stunt, like, oh, well, you know, he's too let small. My foot, let my four foot three inch nigga make it. My nigga's out there stunning. Bruh, thank you. Like, he got big, you know what I'm saying? He got a little, he got a little shine on the indies last year. And then, you know, he riding out to like AEW. He's only 23 years old. Like, it's wrestling, fam. Like, Ray Mysterio probably like three or four inches taller than, you know what I'm saying, Marco Stunt. And y'all believe that. And he was going up against like the big show, you know what I'm saying? Rockstar Spud. Th- thank you. Rockstar Spud. I was going to say Kevin Nash, you know what I'm saying? But Ray, like he caught Ray Mysterio and threw him up against the side of the trailer. So, you know, it, was that the same trailer that uh, Hulk Hogan spray? Pe- Never mind. But, um, <laughs> NWO, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> New World yep. Order, you know. You were spraying on there. Don't, don't fall for that. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> nice. He's a nice on that. Nice trailer. Yeah, that exactly. But um, he was uh, responding back to Booker T, you know. But just let like just like all the Marcos stunt. Hey, just just let him live, fam. Like he's a twenty three year old kid out there. I mean, because honestly, like he's not. I mean, he's like a few inches smaller than Jungle Boy, and everybody loves Jungle Boy, and don't nobody say shit about Jungle Boy. So. Just, just let him be great. Honestly, I just kind of feel like y'all hating because y'all ain't out there doing what he's doing. So that's what it's probably what it is. That's why it's always like, oh, it ain't believe. And, and look, I will say one thing too, though. I applaud all the wrestlers that came out in defense of Marco Stone. Like Chris Jericho was like, well, shit, I, I thought the same thing about Ray Mysterio back in '93, and you know, just look what the happened. Same thing about Chris Irvine. The, exactly. You know what I'm saying? The hurricane came out, and he was just like, they told me I wasn't going to be shit, and then, you know, he listed his ass. So it's just like, let it play out, you know what I'm saying? Especially considering, like, I mean, obviously, he's probably not going to be with Jurassic Express forever, but, like, him Man, in this so setting what, right he, now. He, uh, he excelling in his Spike Dudley role. Th- you know what? Thank you. Spike Dudley. Thank, yeah, and I'm like, they had him everywhere back in good old, uh, I want to say, 01. And he was getting murdered in every organization that yeah. he was a part of. Especially <laughs> when he was in ECW, WWE, Ooh. Impact. He was taking all the bumps from obviously people way big. So I mean, like, I just wanted to like just kind of get that out of my chest. Like, I is I, I like Marco Stunt. Like, it's it's yeah, good. It's, to a, it's all a bunch of great little guys doing their thing. It really is. So I mean, yeah, we had. I mean, people think the the WLC match is one of like the best TLC matches of all time. So I mean, moving on. Um, <laughs> sorry, Darby. I like El Torito. Sorry, <laughs> Darby Allen, <laughs> aka Jesse Pinkman. Um. 
he got the win in the triple threat match against Sean Spears and the Librarian. I, uh, Joey Janela, he came out and attacked Sean Spears, which you would assume it would be a disqualification. But I, then I just remember that, you know, AEW said there's no, you know, DQ in their triple threat matches, which I have no problem no with. DQs in triple threat matches, period. Yeah, that's true. But um, I do like the fact that just Joey Janela and, you know what I'm saying, Sean Spears' storyline is, like, still continuing. I like the fact that they are still, like, continuing storylines even inside of, like, matches instead of, like, them just, like, having three random people go out there wrestling. It means absolutely nothing whatsoever. But, uh, like I said, Darby Allen got the win when he hit the good old coffin drop, which is probably one of my – probably that's one of my favorite AEW uh, finishes, the coffin drop. He hit it on the library. He ended up getting the win. He grabbed the microphone. And just basically just kept it simple. John Moxley, I accept. So that means we will in the future be getting John Moxley versus Darby Allen. And the only thing that I will say is I hope all the medical staff in AEW will be on hand for that match. Cause yeah, fam. But uh yeah, that's if you think what Kenny Omega and John Moxley did to each other was like off the wall, these oh, two man. Really that first you. coffin drop, I feel like that coffin drop gonna come like from the roof, <laughs> bro. <what? laughs> like, I feel like it's gonna be something crazy. <laughs> he probably gonna like jump off the t- Ooh, he probably gonna jump off the top of the stage on John Ooh. Moxley leaning on top Ooh. of like you know laying down, probably through like some text or like some glass. Or like yeah. skateboard wheels or some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he literally gonna like smack him with a skateboard and break it out. I'm like, boy, I'm like he hit it with trucks. I'm like, he hit it with the <laughs> bro. He can't even do no more. Like the wheel flew into the crowd. Like what happened? Oh, if that happened, you know what? I'm not. That's I'm not gonna root for no anarchy because I was gonna say if that happened, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to that though. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, as y'all know, y'all heard me say this a lot. Darby Allen is probably one of my favorites, you know what I'm saying, in AEW. Like, somebody I've gravitated to. Because, like I said, one thing that's good about AEW is people that we don't know, we get a chance to, you know, pick who we like and who we – so, yeah, Darby Allen is one of them people for me. So, I'm definitely looking forward to that feud. Now, all I'm going to say is Chris Jericho, MJF, in the same ring together, unscripted, Cutting promos back and forth, just greatness, man. Like, <laughs> just greatness. And I also, bruh, Chris Jericho said, and I'm paraphrasing it. He basically said, Listen here, Junior, you basically here because your parents got horny watching me and Hoover 2 Guerrero wrestle 25 years ago. <laughs> and then MJF was like, Who's Hoovy? And then we got a Hoover 2 Guerrero chant in the crowd, man. Just Chris Jericho was just fantastic, bro. MJF, like that's what I'm saying. Like, basically, that was going back and forth. It's like Chris Jericho was like, I heard you want to be in the inner circle. And then MJF was like, Well, do you want me to be in the inner circle? So that was kind of going back and forth with that. But before that, though, like MJF came out doing Cody Rose's interest, fam. And I just died laughing. In his entirety. In its entirety. He didn't, like, come up, you know what I'm saying, from underneath the, the entranceway, and then, like, it hit his music. Nope. He went the whole way doing the Cody Rose entrance, and them booze was deafening. And, look, basically his whole thing was he 
basically some egotistical shit. Like he basically Cody Rose basically wanted to mentor me, keep his thumb on me, hold me down, and all that. Everything he said, he believed it, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Here's my thing, though. That promo was so damn good that I forgot Chris Jericho was even in the ring. Because remember, Chris Jericho came out first, and then you know that's when MJF came out and interrupted. Like I forgot that Chris Jericho was in the ring until you know they cut cut to him and they started doing that thing. But um, yeah, man, that that promo, that whole interaction with Chris Jericho and MJF was so fantastic. You know, Cody Rose came out there, you know, busted up, beat up. Um, he tried. He botched the power slam. Look, we, we talk we talk about botches in WWE, so you know. Ain't, ain't nobody exempt around her. Now, they could have got away with the bots. And you know what? Shout out to Jim Ross, though, because he did try to, like, blame it on Cody being injured. But the problem was they went and did the power slam spot again, which made it, you know what I'm saying, which, like, like oh, y'all, y'all really didn't have to do that because they already kind of saved y'all. Because you could have just really, like, you know, Cody back still messed up because, hey, man, them lion tamers that uh, Chris Jericho was putting them in, I would have been, like, I would have been like yeah. a pilot trainer, man. Hey, man, for God's sake, throw in the damn tail. <laughs> for real. Because them was, was vicious. But, you know, they attack Co- uh, Cody, um, you know, MJ. I guess MJF not really technically in the inner circle. They probably going to have like a, a weird type of working relationship. Whatever they got going on, though, I'm here for it. Pog B, Hangman Page, and another. Look, those two cannot have a bad match with each other like you know how like everybody find like they like how Seth said Dean well my bad how Seth said John is his you know wrestling soulmate I feel like Hangman and Pox each other wrestling soulmate because no matter if it's a quick match or a pay-per-view match like the matches are always phenomenal here's my thing though you know Pac ended up getting the win you know he hit the, the black arrow into the brutalized he ended up getting the win he should be the next person in line for a title shot. Because, like, well, he only got one loss on his record. Yeah. And basically, he's the only one that's been kind of, like, the most consistent. So, you would think that he would be the next person in line. Now, I know they probably don't want to do the whole heel versus heel thing. But to be honest with you, if it's just a win-loss record thing, then you can, you know, you can, you can work around that. But what you don't want to do is make – him even more of a bastard than he already is and like go ape shit on everybody. Actually, I do want to see that. It'll be interesting to see the bastard versus uh the inner circle to see how that all work out. But like I said, you know, Pac got the win. He needs the title shot. SCU in the main event retains their AEW World Tag Team Championships when they defeated Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara aka Sammy G. <laughs> According to Jim Ross, because he can't keep saying his name all the time. Uh, it was cool. I think it was like only like a a ten, like you know, like a ten minute, ten minute match or whatever. Like I said, it was a fine tag team match. Um, Jake Hager, you know, he kept getting involved doing this thing. Scorpio Sky got the win. You know what I'm saying? He rolled up Chris Jericho. Now that's cool because it gives Chris Jericho his first loss technically. But my thing is like, that's the second time that the tag team champions have to use a roll up to get the win. Like they won the tag team championships against the Lucha brothers with the most devastating move in sports entertainment, the roll up. And now 
Scorpio Sky ends up retaining the championships using the most devastating move in sports entertainment, the roll-up. So, I mean, like, I get, I mean, I get it because, like, considering who they beaten, you don't want to, like, you know, let them, like, hit their move on them and, like, win like that. But at the same time, it's like the War Raiders being tag team champions. They still let her, like, wrestling job is every week. Shit don't make sense. It makes the tag team championship kind of look, you know, kind of look like I. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting up here look, looking at Friday like. Yeah, we gotta have some more job to speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so all in all, I'll give I'll give AEW Dynamite this week a solid B plus. Um, like I said, storylines continue. Everything was pretty good. The in ring action was fantastic. So you now something you actually well, missed two things. What was that? We got to see Awesome Kong and Brandy Rose. Well, I mean, you know, Ali, you know, Allie, yeah, you know. Her AEW Dynamite premiere wasn't all that great. You missed our Orange Cassidy spot another week. Go ahead and bring up Orange Cassidy, sir. <laughs> so after um, the Bastard and Hangman's match, you know, we did that backstage bra. I'm going to mute. I'm about to mute myself because it was and, funny. And these niggas are just brawling in the backstage area. We get a power slam through a table. And then... Uh, Santana and I'm gonna go with Matt, but it might have been Nick. They're fighting by the bathroom, and all of a sudden the bathroom door flies open. It's the orange Cassidy posted up in the corner, hands in his pocket, unbothered <laughs> like a mug. Just chilling. What y'all doing here? <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck just happened? And then just slowly closed the door. Now that was gold right there because like People say you can't mix in like serious wrestling with comedy. That was the perfect way. That was a perfect example of like blending that in because like all that's going on, they are her fighting hard, and then Santana just looked at the camera. You know what? He looked like Craig when he was, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> he, thought, he thought the dog was barking. Like that's his yeah. thing. He looked, and then he just, he just, you know, just he did it so politely at the same time. All this is going on. He just, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to bother you. <laughs> Like he was in there taking the shit or something, and then he was like, "Hey, my bad, right?" Right. And he just posted up there, just chilling on the wall with his knee pads on. So, and only in the way that only Orange Cassidy could do. You know what? My bad, Orange Cassidy. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to forget that, fam. My my bad. I, I forgot all about that. I, that was that. That's why once uh, Terry said Orange Cassidy, I just busted out laughing. I, I said too. he was. Like he was like, yeah, I'm trying to get a little break in, and because I remember <laughs> it. <laughs> I remember as soon as he said, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He was posted up in the bathroom, just chilling. They fuck Matt. They fuck Matt Jackson leg up though. Yeah, they fooling with this sock full of baseballs, fam. Y'all, y'all got chill. <laughs> Somebody gonna call the laws on y'all for real on some Mason Rudolph type shit. But um. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, ending off the week was Friday Night SmackDown. Rashad, um, this was the good of the of the week for you. So yeah, this is they were in uh, the home of your favorite football team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Damn right, shout they, out to me. <coughs> trash. <Instead of> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm trying to. 
<laughs> I gotta do that twice. Hey, you know? <laughs> okay, of course, as I've already said a thousand times, I am not a fan of boring Corbin because he did it for yet another week. <sighs> but this time it went from a quarter, it went from a regular cheeseburger cheesy. To a quarter pounder with cheese. Because now this time he had a mascot dog <laughs> come out with like some Roman Reigns vest and he was treating him like a dog. And I'm like, whoever this guy from the performance center they got doing this, he better be a superstar in five years. Bro, even that though, he did the whole entrance. He did the. He did yes. The- and he got- they didn't give him the pyros. They should have gave him the Cody Roll AW. Oh, no, oh, not for that. Oh. <laughs> that was a wait. That would be a waste of uh, gunpowder right there, man. man say. <laughs> like, I, like I popped when uh, Corey was like, "Cole, it's the big dog." But it was so. I was like, "This is so cheesy, yet so funny." Like I said. Oh, but if you listen carefully, whoever was in that costume was talking. They were. Because they said, every time he said, ah, you can hear the, do the costume doing the same thing. I said, this is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. I hated every single second of that. But of course, uh, you know, my bad to... uh. The bootleg Rick Rude and Shawn Michaels, aka Bobby Rude and Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> they were out there with him too. And let me rewind all the way back before the stupid corny dog came out. Now, this man comes out in the sedan chair, bro, with performance center dudes hoisting him up. Y'all gonna I let hit. King Joffrey make it? Oh, you, you remember what happened to Joffrey at the end, right? That's why I'm just patiently waiting on this storyline to play out. <laughs> you know what? Touche. Because, uh, yeah, it, it was just a whole bunch of corniness. But like I said, it was a, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and like with Dolph Ziggler and Robert Blair and Robert Rude, like y'all went from the tag team champions. Now y'all niggas lackeys again. Exactly. I say, I'm like, this is worse than like on some B team stuff, dog. Cause we know B teams always gonna be jobbers. Like you, yeah. you was a former NXT champion, a former TNA World Heavyweight Champion. This nigga was a former World Heavyweight Champion, heavyweight champion. champion. And y'all niggas are like basically part of Corbin's court. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was about to get to too. I was like, it's probably the worst court I've seen, <laughs> bro, in the history of King of the Ring courts. Like I'm gonna give a brief history of my favorite kings. I like when William Regal was king. That was dope. King Barrett wasn't that bad. Of course, the legendary King Booker was incredible. Raised the pinky. Got to raise the pinky up. And he had the Um, pyro with it, too. And the straight, like, it was funny because they really fought over a trophy that didn't mean anything. It did mean something to them. Don't do it. They're Canadians. (laughs) That trophy. Because it looked like a a fake uh, Stanley Cup. So they was (laughs) battling for it. Yep, you're right. You see, I already knew where you were going before you even listed the people. Yeah, so I was like, 
this is probably like the one the one time the king of the ring like this this ain't even this is worse than King Sheamus, in my opinion. You know what? You know what's sad, bro? I forgot about King Sheamus. There you see. <laughs> see what I went, see where I went with that. See? So then in the middle of this random mascot appearance, <laughs> Chad Gable, who was dressed like a good old uh, Seattle Seahawk mascot or something like that. No, no, no. Look, don't call him what he was. Looking like he was wearing the new. No, nah, he was like he was wearing the new Mavericks uh city uniform. Uh, <laughs> it's the same colors. <laughs> oh, you show, you show. It's the right. same colors. You know what? Um, That's what I got. And oh, and we're back to finally calling Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. That was probably my favorite part of the night before the night even really got started. Was that they called him by his full name again? When, I, when he announced it, he was just like, again? <laughs> I was like, yes. He's finally Mustafa Ali. There's hope for him. For real. What about Rusev? I mean, Rusev, I mean, Rusev is fine. It's like Seal. Yeah, Rusev. Yeah, you, know you, know, you know you know, the vibe. You know what's going on. Yeah, Rusev. Alexander. Nah. Alexander Rusev. Yeah, I didn't like that in NXT. <laughs> I was glad they just called him Rusev when he was like, they do. I was like Alexander Russo. I was like, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, I was going to uh, stick. Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, I'm like, and the whole time he was from Bulgaria. But anyway, so this match, like, <laughs> it was like, are you from Bulgaria? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that uh, match between Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali. And uh ooh, I almost called him that stupid name, Chad Gable. It's gonna slip every now. Was for the slot was for uh slots in the Survivor Series team. Luckily, the real bulldog—I mean, the real big dog—came, and I'm calling bulldog because that man was a bulldog. Uh, <laughs> that bull—that was a bulldog costume. <laughs> um, the real big dog came out. And like I said, that was a very good sequence of how they won. Uh, it ended with Mustafa Ali with a 450 splash. Speaking of, oh, let, since we are a stickler of moonsaults, <laughs> I almost did. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are stickler about moonsaults. Chad Gable, he ain't square. We, we need to we need to get him on that square moonsault team, cause literally he was show he was shoulders and neck when he landed. <laughs> he almost like he was this close to missing. I mean, that's not good. I mean, he been hanging around Charlotte too much, fam. I see, cause he was three seconds away from uh, hurting himself from hitting that Brock Lesnar uh, against Kurt Angle on himself. Boy, I'm sorry. That's yeah, be funny to me. It's still funny to me because especially when they showed the thing afterwards with Brock Lesnar like, get off of me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, of course, Mustafa Ali with the perfect 450 slash. And again, he did help the big dog on the outside before he rolled back in there and did that. So like I said, 
Dex secured their spots on the Survivor Series team with good old boring Corbin. Oh. So then I still don't know why, but Braun Strowman came out. Uh, Drew Gulak was there shooting on um Braun saying, I'm surprised you did better than <laughs> with Tyson Fury than the thought. You last longer than the thought. So then Braun, of course, I'm looking at Braun and I'm looking at the B team and, and Gulag like he can literally annihilate all y'all. Like this is he's definitely a squash match. <laughs> like this this promo. <laughs> like this pro yeah, this promo is not is like a prelude to a butt whooping, so I don't understand. At least he got the one PowerPoint. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> So of course, Braun Strowman. Stand for a got ass beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. So pretty much, again, he just obliterated him, got him out of the ring, he cleaned house, and then fast forward to the new day versus the revival. Man. Okay. Do I do do I go ahead? It was a no contest, but do I go? Can I name the guys that yeah. helped them against the undisputed era? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll start from <laughs> huh to oh, I'll, I'll start up and I'll go down. Yeah, yeah, Lucha House Party. Mm. Yeah. I thought you were starting up. Yeah, you started from the bottom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, start. Yeah, heavy not... machinery. Okay, yeah, okay. Lucha <laughs> boy, they can literally all get super kicked at the same time and be done. Yeah, because <laughs> they all like four for three, like we talked about earlier. Uh, <laughs> then you had uh, Apollo. No, no Apollo. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You think Apollo over uh, Heath Slater? Yep. Yeah. All right then. And that Lisa was a uh, decent move, said, even if he don't get to use it. Yeah. But that's who uh, scared off Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Hey, that, that, that is still off. better than the list of the people on Raw just, uh ran off the NXT people. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. Zack Ryder was <laughs> a hero little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> Zack Ryder, like, Kirk Hunter. I would stay the outside of the Bro. <laughs> Or <laughs> truth, nah, fam, I ain't running from them. That's all I'm saying. I would hop back over the barricade, like, oh, once I saw who it is, hold on. I like, right, we gonna fuck them. <laughs> let's beat them. Let's beat them right now. Let's go and get this match over. Matter of fact, give me a mic. This is a match. How about that? Where's Teddy? Oh. <laughs> the only reason I would have ran on Monday was because Rowan big ass came out there. Yeah, that's a big ass nigga. He had, a, unfortunately, he had a burlap sack that night, so you don't know what was, you know. What he oh, was nah. up to? He would came off the sack. He could have jumped him though. <laughs> Take a sack. <laughs> I got mind control over Devo. Be like, shut the fuck up. When he leave, I'll be talking again. Okay. But, but yeah, like I said, after that, I mean, it's great seeing the NXT takeover because again, you get to see people like Adam Cole, Baby, Bay. boom. Um, and other NXT uh, people that you love to see, what that you would love to see on the main roster, if they don't get watered down. Shout out to uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, oh, 
always got bring I always got to bring him up. Uh he hurt right now is probably for the best to be honest. Cuz when I mean, you got his homeboy Phil. That's true. Yeah, Phil back. So, yeah, speaking of which, they brought that up. But you probably see Phil all the time anyway, to be honest. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, again, they um showed that promo that Phil um is associated Again, we're gonna we're gonna like just that's in bold print is affiliated for world wrestling for them. He is affiliated with them via Fox. He's not Vince and him don't have to look at each other eye to eye unless Vince wanna visit the backstage set one day. They don't have to look at each other. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I know because he (laughs) that pipe bomb. That hurt me. Uh, <laughs> Bro. It's like, it's like he went on the whole family. And look, that's why Fox giving him a check instead of the WWE. But okay, fast forward. Commercial break. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever that commercial was for tires or whatever. Wow. So heavy machinery went against some locals, whoever kept is and they kept saying the guy's name i'm like it was some i'm like he had tibs on was it the like side maybe you know some shit like that nah, nigga, yeah. he ain't AEW. kip steve because what else the name they still use though i i could be wrong but yeah uh i, don't, I can let me see yeah kip stevens and kevin uh, tibs what? close enough yep Trust. Look, do you know how, how I had to rewatch it because they kept saying Kip, and they they were like rarely saying the other guy's name to the point I'm like, what? Like say it again so I can have this information. Right. Yeah. I mean, no feel bad. That was me with uh the beginning of AEW. I sure watched that shit like three times trying to catch three times to try to catch Nakazawa or whatever the nigga name was. Yeah, Nakazawa. Yeah, that's who John Moxley basically made short work of on Wednesday. Again, we trying to get y'all quality by having like accurate names. It's hard, man. It's hard because they kept talking about Kip. I'm like, who's this Tibbs dude with the uh my mama made my costume uh <laughs> tights on? <laughs> hey, wasn't Kip the name of Billy Gunn's character in TNA? Yeah, Kip James. Kip James, man. <laughs> He's like, Have you ever heard of a wrestler named Kip? And I was like, Yeah, that was Billy Gunn for about a good Few years. So I think Billy Gunn like tweeted out, nah, they ain't talking about me. Now he like well, talking about me. <laughs> talking about Kip Foe. So again, it was a squash match. Um good old uh Otis. We already got to shout out Otis. Tucker Knight, of course, him and Tucker did like the stall suplex at the same time. And I like when they toast each other. With the job, yeah, it's pretty cold. So, again, it was just a squash match. Like, like we said earlier, we were going to have another match where really, really good wrestlers were going to go against some local jobbers for no reason, just to show off how strong they are. And that's exactly what happened. So then you had Nikki Cross and Bailey, yes, for the thirtieth time. In the last two or three weeks, for a spot. Damn, you're right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're right. 
I was like, they've went against each other ever since uh Bailey cut her hair. She has went against Nikki Cross. <laughs> I just thought about that. And one week she didn't go against Bailey, she went against Sasha. So, so yeah, it's it, it look, they're gonna keep that little circle of people in there. So Nikki Cross wanted to be part of the women's SmackDown match. I mean, the women's SmackDown team on Survivor Series. Sasha said, you got to beat my girl first. <laughs> so you had Scottish Thick versus San Jose Thick. <laughs> yes, Lord. Wow. <laughs> Call it what it is. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so I'm like, that's what it was. They think it's with two C's. Yes. <laughs> Touche, my uh, brother. Uh, like uh, the thick and uh, Scottish got a little E on it. Thick A, you know. <laughs> it's a little crazy. Gotta make it very, very Euro, you know. So that was a no contest because who do we get? We got Tegan Knox, a.k.a. Denise. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota Kai, Mia Yim. Who literally did not look like she had uh, got her face almost, her nose almost blown off literally a few days prior to. You see that tape on her back though. Yeah, that's like I said, back. Her, her, that, 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 uh, KY tape was all up on that back, right up in she there. She had a real. She a real one for that, fam. Yeah. I'm like, she, she had, had that tape on the back. And her first move that she took in the match was Nikki Cross throwing her around the ring. Right? Hey, she, 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 I think she gained like a lot of people respect, like this whole. Yeah, oh yeah, she took uh, the bump of the bump. Oh, I, I can't forget Rhea Ripley, of course, because she's the main one. She's the main one. She, I think she was the first one to hop the barricade. She was. She was in the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was like, she wanted to make her present fail. She was the first one. Like, ladies, uh, if you let Rhea Ripley do it, she would have probably took Dana Brooke and all them all by herself. But <laughs> oh yeah, of Dana. course. Let's bring up that team of because that ended up resulting in a match. Cause Sasha came out with um Carmella and Dana Brooke to defend the blue brand. Uh shout out to Sasha Banks looking like uh good old great bubblegum. <laughs> so scrumptious, fam. Looking good. And uh Dana Dana Brooke, you know. Yeah, Fire and Desire was out there too. I was cool. Like honestly, like but they didn't have to have a match with him. I mean, it was it's just my women's locker room out there. What's up? So, you want us to believe on Friday that Rhea, Dakota, Tegan, Shayna, and me are all friends, but two days ago, y'all host was brawling. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, when it comes to the brand, they all they all cool with each other. I just like... We're I mean, shout out to Paul for that. But um, I mean, at the beginning of all of this. <laughs> yeah, but you know. You know. But yeah, Shayna, ba- yeah, oh yeah. Fast uh, rewind. So basically, this all started because Shayna Baszler came to. Okay, they need to give her a better angle for when she invades SmackDown. And another T-shirt. She been wearing that same red. She been wearing the same red T-shirt. <laughs> she started, bro. And the same you leather know. jacket with the Y'all same. Y'all act like Melina and Justin have been wearing them. Let's play, let's fight shirts since the beginning too. I mean, I don't even be paying yeah. attention to them. They don't be out there long enough for me to even yeah. like, care about. And that I'm time. like, and she stays at the same. I mean, she's in the same position on the ring every single time. 
I mean, like it was literally like a rewind. You like, did I just watch? Didn't I? Is this last week's episode I just watched? But yeah, she's still right there. Of course, interfered. Like I said, that's when the late. That's when like mayhem ensued. And then, like I said, we got a match resulting in that. Like I said, Fire Desire was out there, and I was like, Look "Where'd they go?" Mm. Yeah, <laughs> was like, that was like my main question about that. Of course, Sasha team beat those ladies. Of course, like I said, you know, Denise was out there, and real, re- you know, I'm just surprised that Mia uh, Yim like had a full on match. Like she didn't like she just didn't try to end her career. Like her career did almost end like two days prior to. And it ain't like we can just be like, well, they taped NXT already. Nah, they I was mean, live. You know, that was live. Yeah. She was, and she was taking real bumps. Cause that lad on the outside, bro. <laughs> I'm Jesus like, yeah. Christ. When I saw her smile, and she was smiling. She was smiling the feet. <laughs> that's when you know that that's when you smile in the feet right there. She was smiling on Friday. I was like, yeah, I would have been like, hey, Paul, this going to be the night. <laughs> I'll take a pay cut. I'm just going to skip this one out. Yeah, man. You're going to have to find me. <laughs> hey, stuff, bro. Look, Keith, Keith going to have to stay home this week because uh, <laughs> I need somebody to do the uh, menial labor for me while I recover from this horrific event that happened in my life on Wednesday night. Man, it's after the match, too. True. True. Yeah. And then I okay, this is the second time the blueberry belt was shown. Because of course <laughs> Bray had it at the beginning. But then he <laughs> I mean he kept like the thing that was odd to me was why did he keep like, like he didn't it. just show us before? Yeah, he kept he revealed it twice. And I thought I was tripping, so I again. Again, for all research, we rewinded back to make sure we not bugging. So I was like, okay, yeah, he showed it at first because he showed the nameplates and everything, which I have to watch him again because I think he had the fiend on one and Bray on the other. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Otherwise, they were just both the fiend. I I don't know. I but I think he did it like like his uh chocolate jacket, like it's half and half. Mm. Again, I I gotta check it uh, again. But yeah, he basically the Miz TV thing. He was back at the um, Firefly Funhouse. Of course, the video packages are all the same. It showed you why DB Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt were having this conversation in the first place with the Miz. It's a picture. Funk- My bad. I was gonna say it's a picture of the Fiend uh, for the side plates. It's just like okay. his face. Yeah, like his face. Okay. So basically, they showed that again. Again, the same video package that they've been showing. He was the room turned red, he got beat up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's the same thing. And basically, Dan Brown spent the whole uh, evening just pretty much walking around in the back. I mean, he thought the fiend was coming. I was like, nah, he didn't play. He's he's bright tonight because he has to show us the blueberry belt and make us think that we need to spend $400 on it. To have a big blue belt. <laughs> on pretty, I mean, you know, because it's better than the red one and the black one. Yeah, okay. ain't gonna lie, that mother do look kind of nice though. Yeah, but I said that red fruit roll up that uh, at first. Yeah, yeah, I said better than the flavor. red and the black one. I did say yeah. the, the the world championship as well. Yeah, 
Mm, that's debatable. Yeah. Like I said, the well, only thing that I don't like is that it's gold. Like it's looking like yeah. some uh St. Louis Rams type stuff. But you know, they probably would have made it silver, probably would like the tag team championships though, now that I think about it. Yeah. And you know, I'm partial to blue and gold, but I digress. Um that too. Go I blue. look I looked on WWE shop last night because they was running a fifty percent off the title sale last night when niggas broke. And uh yeah, that blue one definitely looks looks the best in out of all three. Oh man, they already selling it. Damn. Yeah. Right, just told it to you like literally Friday night. Right. Full price. And that whole on sale last night for sure, full price. Four forty nine or some shit like that. That's duly noted. That's duly noted right there, my brother. Yeah, I might get that blueberry. Uh <laughs> right. But so you get the you get the red fruit roller for dirt cheap, nah. No. I want that uh, shit. No, nah, I want the blueberry. <laughs> blue, blue. <laughs> I want blue. I want that red shit. So <laughs> basically the problem I win is this. Bray was full Bray in the Firefly Funhouse. Of course, he delivered. And basically, Daniel Bryan always gives kind of the same, you keep playing with your puppets. <laughs> That's all right. But this is the first time I heard the yes chant, and I got scared. Because <laughs> he said, yes, yes, yes. I was like, oh. <laughs> Then he kept looking creepy and shit. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I stood up there at my, at my, at my TV like, he might actually come through the TV. Like, I feel like he's chatting on some demonic spirit. <laughs> I go, I hit the door. I'm like, he's right behind me, like on some Candyman stuff. So, yeah, the mental games have started between that feud. Oh, I can't wait. because Maybe maybe because I'm a fan of both. I can't wait for this, but Bray, they'll finally let Bray be full Bray. With great control, assuming. And Miz, and I, this, Miz tried to be Miz. He I'm did. I'm glad that he didn't. Because I'm like, you got Bray. Bray. Bray don't need no carrying. Bray got Bray. Got Bray. He's going to give us the goods. You, you ain't got to, you ain't got to, you know, do the awesome turn point. You ain't got to do all that. Just let Bray go off, and he did. So pretty much, like I said, I'm just glad Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt actually get to compete against each other because those are two guys I feel like after they gave him the belts the first time or, well, with Daniel Bryan the last time with the environmental angle, I was misusing them. So, the OT, yeah, I, the organic yeah, title. yeah. So, which looks like trash on WWE's shop. If they actually had it look like DVs, I probably would have tried to copy because it did look pretty cool on TV. Made out of hemp. That's the only cool thing about That's the only reason I want it. <laughs> That's the reason I want it. Made out of hemp. That's a, have a little hemp built around. You know? that's, a, that's a lot of money on some hemp. You can buy something else with that. Real hemp. Um, <laughs> some real hemp. Uh, so pretty much SmackDown for me, way better than Raw. So that C, B minus that I gave Raw is definitely. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I 
I mean, I mean, it's definitely a B, a solid B. It was definitely a solid B because again, I'm still wondering where Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose went. <sighs> I'm still wondering where they went. Like they were there, and then they didn't come back till after. I'm like, were you under the ring? Like. They maybe they just took a seat behind the barricade. They had shit to do anyway. I don't know, but yeah. So it was basically a solid B. Like I said, I liked it, and again, the mental, the psychology of Bray Wyatt got me again. Because, hey, like man. I said, that was probably one of the most eerie yeses I've ever heard in my life. The psychology of Bray Wyatt got JoJo in a divorce. So we already know he is fantastic at mind games. <laughs> um, Terry, top five. Was once again, um, all you so this week's top five is going to be top five women's matches. And this week, I didn't put any stipulations on it, so any promotion, any decade, any time period, any type of match is open and fair game. So, I'll start it off with my five, um, no particular order. And again, this week, I have no honorable mentions. Mm. I'll start off with the most recent one, EO versus Mia ladder match. Okay. It's fresh on the memory banks. Then I got Trish Stratus versus Mickey James from WrestleMania 21. Okay. I got Trish Stratus versus Lita, the main event of Monday Night Raw. I got Sasha Banks versus Bailey from TakeOver Brooklyn. Okay. And then I got. Susie Sue Young versus Allie in the last rights match. That's that's why you my nigga. I respect that. Rashad, oh well, you know, Rashad, I'll give you a small break. You you just talked enough. So I'll I'll go <laughs> I'll go ahead and give my Yeah, and I'm trying to look for uh when was one of my um matches actually happened because I know it happened at WrestleMania, but I'm trying to get the date down so people can actually look it up. Got you. Oh, no problem. So Mine is, once again, in no particular order. Um, I do have, like, two honorable mentions, and one of them is Mariposa versus Sexy Star on Lucha Underground because both of those put on a fantastic show. And I actually got Mickey James versus Trish Stratus at Mania as one of my honorable mentions. So, basically, we kind of got the same ones. My Mine that are different are Leader versus Trish the main event raw. I do got Gail Kim versus Austin Kong on Impact. And I also got Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard at Rebellion. I think that was a pay-per-view. So yeah, those are my top women's matches. But those get that Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard match though. That that was that fantastic. Was yeah, that was fantastic work right there. Saw right. you now, Rashad. Ooh. Okay. Like I said, my first two are throwbacks. The first one was Wendy Richter and the Spider Woman, aka the Fabulous Moolah, at WrestleMania, November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty five. Why? Because basically Moolah uh, screwed that young lady out of stardom and ran her out the business, and I think that sucks. Because <laughs> Randy Richter was pretty much like Cindy Lauper and stuff like that. Yeah, she was all her way. And screwed that woman out of her stuff. A uh, match I remember as a kid where I was like, dang, they really don't have women on there like that was Medusa. Oh, well, the artist formerly known as Medusa, Alundra Blaze versus M- Bull Nakano. 
Nukano, I have you say it, uh, from 1994. That was, like I said, that was probably one of the first women's matches I've ever seen in my life. And that's got me on the Japanese wrestlers, made me wonder how many more Japanese people are in the thing before we saw Kaintai, like what, in 96, 97? Of course, we all got Trish versus Lita. Um, that was raw in 0304. Yeah, I just remember it was a raw, but yeah, it's probably like oh, probably 03. And then, of course, yeah, only because I gotta bring these ladies up Oscar versus Ember Moon at um NXT Takeover Brooklyn 3. Because we know what happened to both of them, they gave us that great match, and then something in Paul said. You know what? We should call him up and just anyway. <laughs> I said that wasn't a power decision. That was it. Yeah, must have been that was good old Vinny Mac. But yeah, he was like, Did you see those ladies? They did great, didn't they? He's like, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, screw that. Screw that. <laughs> had them ladies just do whatever. But anyway, then of course you had Sasha and Bailey, um, NXT Brooklyn. I don't even know how many that is now. I think I got one more. Hmm. I'll add the latter match from this week because again, we saw blood and we really get to see blood in the women's match. So, and that's fresh on no noggin. So, and Mia Yim showed up on uh SmackDown like literally later on in the week as if she didn't just have like her nose and her uh hand two days prior. Good shit, gents. Fantastic top five. And now I look, you need to go back and watch some of them too, especially that gift. Shout out to Gail Kim and Awesome Kong, too, especially back then, because, you know, that's when, like, women's wrestling wasn't as really as popping as it was. And that was kind of, like, the match that got, like, the knockouts division. Like, that was the match that made people be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's what legitimized them, for yeah. real. That's when everybody knew, yeah. Y'all, y'all was like, this shit on, like, WWEs. If y'all ain't got nothing else, y'all knockout division. And to be honest with you, I was one of the people that, like, believed that the knockout divisions for a while was better than, like, you know. WWE Women's Division, but that's Terry, what made them step their game up. That that is very true. Terry, um, old school player partner, tell the wonderful people what they need to do to get in touch with us. Go ahead and let them know where they can find us. Well, first and most importantly, like, subscribe, dislike, comment, send hate mail, send fan mail. I can get a lot of that. Whatever you want, you know. Follow us on Spotify, Our Flyers Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Podcast Flyers, High Flyers Podcast on YouTube, High Flyers Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Bobby Digital. And these gentlemen up here above me, they can introduce and tell you where to follow them at. All right, theuncleurban.com, Shot Miller 13 on Twitter, Shot Miller. And the Uncle Urban on Instagram, the Uncle Urban and High Flies Podcast on Facebook. And that's it. All the High Flyer Podcast stuff that they just named for me personally. Um, oh, yeah, your Twitter, your, your Twitter and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll I'll have all this in the description. You know, I'm stop being lazy. But uh yeah, you can follow me <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, yeah, podcast flyers. Yeah, Go podcast flyers. Yeah, on Twitter. Um, me personally, you can follow me on Twitter at Freshly Snipes Twenty One. 
subscribe to the YouTube channel Euphoric Trip if you want to hear me and my boys talk about video games, comic books, and etc. Once again, we would like to thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode. Survivor Series and War Games is next week, so you might hear a little bit extra from us. Until then, we will see y'all soon. Google it, bitch. <laughs>